good morning and welcome to 15 Minute Experts. The show where Becky and I try to catch each other up in debate. I know for a fact that she changed her mind on what we're going to discuss today about three times on the walk up the stairs here to record. So I'm a little uh, curious as what she came up with. I'm still not 100% sure. We'll see what comes out of my mouth in a second, I guess. I um, had to go kind of way back to pick my topic. This is something that I came across in, I don't know if I was reading some news articles or if I was just killing time on Instagram or whatever, but the idea of 15-minute cities came back into my mind, and I thought that might be an interesting thing to discuss, to look into pros and cons of a 15-minute city. And for our listeners, they might not be familiar with the concept. We have to enlighten them what that is, too. All right. Well, first thing that comes to mind is it's going to be an awful lot of information to try to research. So we probably should get going into it pretty quickly. Yeah. Well, what side do you want? Oh, goodness. I think I have to take anti just because I want to see if you can find any pros to them. From what I've heard, there's not really a lot there on the plus side, so I want to see what you can do with that. All right. Well, we'll give it 15 minutes and see what we can come up with, but we'll definitely have more of an idea of what the heck they are after this, if nothing else. Sounds good. Welcome to 15 Minute Experts, the show where my husband John and I debate each other on some light-hearted topics, given only 15 minutes of research and the will to win. All right, you know, it didn't even occur to me until I started researching the parallel between what we're researching and the name of our show. 15-minute cities, 15-minute experts. Oddly enough, that was the first thing I thought of when you said it. <laughs> really? Yeah, I didn't know. It didn't even occur to me when I said it. So 15-minute cities, for those of you who are not aware, are cities that are designed to allow access to all the essential urban services within a 15-minute walk or bike ride or even public transit. So the idea is you would have everything that you could possibly need right there within 15 minutes. So your shopping, your education, your healthcare, your leisure, your work would all be in this 15 minute radius from you. Now, I will say that I kind of like the idea of having everything so close. I grew up in the city not like city like New York City, but a lot more populated than where we live now. And everything basically was within a 15 minute radius. If I wanted to go to a particular store, I would have three of those stores to choose from within a 15 minute drive. Here, if I want to go to that same store where we currently live, it's a 40 minute one way trip. So you really have to kind of plan your day around going to the dang store. I definitely appreciate having things being so convenient. Now having said that, I do like having the space. I love that my neighbors aren't right next door to me and that we have a you know, room to breathe, so to speak. But the convenience factor, man. I miss living in the city for that reason. For that reason pretty much only though. <laughs> 
I don't miss the traffic. I think the important thing to look at with 15 minute cities is understanding the two basic concepts of them. There are two 15 minute cities and they're very often used interchangeably, but they're completely different. The original 15 minute city is a very simple concept. They've taken old European cities and examined them. These cities are organized in such a way that you can easily get everything that you need in a small area. The reason these cities are organized this way is because they were built before we had automobiles. They were built when people needed to be able to get to the store by foot. I would say that's one of the big pros that I saw for this. There seems to be an underlying theme that that's what they want to go back to. They want less vehicles. They want less cars on the road and they point to emissions that would be better for the environment, better air quality. There would be less money spent on the roads of the upkeep and that money could be invested in the cities in different ways. That's definitely something they're trying to get back to. They're trying to return to that local way of life with these small, friendly, complete neighborhoods. It doesn't take into account the fact that that's not how people live their life these days. Small grocery stores in a 15-minute city are not going to be profitable. They're not going to be able to stay open. Stores today work on a much smaller profit margin due to a lot of factors, but a small store in a small area is not going to be able to be profitable. We have the question of who is designing these cities. Do we simply have the government design them? The people who are doing the research in this believe these are not prisons. These are not designed to lock somebody in. These cities are built so that everything's located here, but you're still free to go any place that you desire. When you look at how they're being introduced in the trial areas, there are many governments, especially in England, who are building these trial areas and introducing this concept. They are blocking roadways. They're putting... Becky's giving me a Yes, because you know, I was reading some articles on that and how there is not physical barriers. They will have cameras that take a picture of your license plate if you're going on roads because there's so much road congestion in some of these areas. That, and this is something that sparked a big conspiracy theories to go off on how, on how these 15 minute cities are designed to lock you in. Like you were starting to say there, so I was beginning to get defensive. <laughs> and they're saying they're not blocked, there's not physical barriers, but there are cameras that are taking a picture of your license plate. And then if you're using the roads between X hours, then you're gonna be fine because it's so congested they wanna to try to cut back on who can use the roads when. So it's like driving on a toll road and you get a bill later on. I understand that, but I have a question for you. Most of these cities are designed to go in lower income areas of town. When you are in a poor area, what's the difference between a physical barrier on the road or a camera that's going to find you if you drive on that road? There is no difference other than they get to say there's no barrier. But the concept is the same. There is no difference of physically blocking it or financially blocking it. Yeah, but I think it is, they're just saying you can't use it from this time to this time, or, or they're wanting you to limit it. They're not saying you can't ever leave or you have to stay here, just please 
try to limit the use of this road because it gets so congested. I understand, but the answer to we're being trapped in is can't be, we still let you out when we want to. That's more of an argument that you use with a bunny rabbit in a cage. You're not in a cage because I let you out to hop around the room for a couple minutes a day. I, I think these two things just happen to maybe exist at the same time. I mean, are those really 15-minute cities? Or are they cities that just so happen to have a lot of amenities all around and because traffic is congested? I guess what I'm trying to say is I don't feel like that that's the norm. I feel like maybe that's a coincidence that they're doing that. Well, as I said, there's two 15-minute cities. There's the idealistic 15-minute city that researchers and scholars are studying, trying to design cities to emulate, and then there's the cities that are actually being put into place by the substantially less scholarly government. They're not planning beautiful cities. They're planning 15 minutes, we don't want people to come out of this area. Now we have a separate section over here that we want people to be able to stay in full time. They don't have the love of the beautiful city in mind, their thought is we can keep people here, provide everything they need, and then if they go to this next area, we're going to find them and get money. Or we're going to allow them to travel to other areas in certain times. What they're constructing is not what the people who are pushing the idea to the public are claiming it. However, it is the government version and on paper, it is a great idea. Having things located near your home is extremely nice. Having a local party store where you can go and get necessities. Having a local grocery store slightly further away, so for larger items, you still have that trip to go, is a great idea. However, the implementation has to make sense. It cannot be done with arbitrary lines, just done on a map. Now somebody needs to put a grocery store here, somebody needs to put a grocery store here, because they're a couple feet apart, so now we can space these out equally. Who's going to say who's allowed to open a grocery store in this city? Who's going to say who can't do it? Now you're getting to a lot of semantics where the government itself has to make a lot of decisions if they're the ones who are implementing the city. I absolutely agree that a nice downtown with items available is phenomenal. However, it can't be done by government decree. It must be a naturally occurring thing as it was in the older cities. Like I said, I opened with it. I fact that I love this idea um, of having everything so handy. My concern was different from your concern is like here in the U.S. It's not like you can just build a city out of nothing. I feel like we are, we are so saturated already. How are you going to take an already established area and just rework it to make it have all of these things? I just find like it's going to be a difficult task to do to create these new cities. Or if you're trying to reconstruct what you already have, I don't know how feasible that is economically. And that's a huge concern that in America, we don't have the concerns that they're dealing with in Britain. We're not seeing videos in America of them putting barriers across roads. We're not seeing videos in America of them using cameras to control what car can go where. We are seeing those come from European cities. The American version of 15 Minute is looking at 
encapsulating sections of cities. Now the residents in these cities are saying, hold on, this section of the city which you're trying to encapsulate is extremely low income versus this section of the city which you're trying to encapsulate is extremely high income. We don't want you setting up zones where you can't move from the low income section of the city into the high income section of the city. We don't want to be penned into different areas where all the low income is in one, high in income in another, and everybody in the high income section is extremely happy, feels that they have more room and more space and nicer homes. And the low income city is trying to get grocery stores to come in, is trying to maintain what they have with no incentive for these grocery stores to come into the lower income. I think that's the case right now. I mean, we live in Michigan and businesses don't want to set up in, let's say, Detroit because it's a lower income and has higher crime. The disparity between the two different communities is already happening. Well, it is happening, but there is no sectioning off of the areas by the government. There is no, you can't only travel this road at certain times of the day. That was one example in Britain. Like, I don't, I didn't look too much in it other than what I was doing my research was saying, this is what conspiracy theorists have against 15 minute cities. And they point to that traffic controlling situation in Britain. But yeah, do I think government can corrupt things and use it to their benefit? Sure, you know? But I don't necessarily think that that's going to be the case for certain if they set these things up. I don't feel like that's the biggest issue. I think the biggest issue is we already have these cities and everything already set up. I don't know how you go in and you change the infrastructure that we already have. All right, well, let's go to the infrastructure question. These designs are being drawn based on European cities, which are older than cities in America. Most cities in America were built around the automobile, were built around transportation, and are much larger, much more spread out than the cities which were built around walking. So the infrastructure is a dramatic issue. The population sprawl is a dramatic issue because it is centered in urban areas where we have very much residential sections and commercial sections. We don't have the mixing of homes and commercial that you do in older cities. That element of it is very tricky. It would have to include somebody coming in and allocating areas. This is where we're going to have a store. This is where we're going to have the homes. And now we have a whole another element of who's designing what the home is for this area. If you're saying that this section of the city should house so many people and it doesn't have the home or it doesn't have the infrastructure, who is in charge of encouraging the infrastructure to come in? That's just it. I just don't feel like the government's going to say, okay, we're going to take this city that's already established and then we're going to tear down these buildings because we need homes here. We're going to put up a grocery store. I just don't see it happening. Well, those are the plans that they're pushing out. That is what they say they want to do. Uh, I feel like that's... Uh, how are they going to pay for this? Who's paying for this? Us, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Money's not an L. Yeah. Well, I think at this point we have basically agreed that we love the the concept. Well, I love the con I don't know. How do you feel about the concept? Like, let's think, think of it like forget about government, you know, taking control of anything. Forget about any of the building issues. Just on paper. You like it? 
I don't like the idea of artificially laid out neighborhoods, no. I feel that a neighborhood will grow in the way that's most efficient. The European neighborhoods are great for what they're used for, but were you to bring in a lot of manufacturing, were you to bring in other industries which could be necessary in that area, they are not built for that. A lot of areas in America are built great for residential, they're not built for commercial. And there is no way to seamlessly merge them. There would have to be a lot of property change. There would have to be a lot of residential that goes to commercial, a lot of commercial that goes to residential, just in order to meet the needs of certain areas. The area that we're in would be very difficult to do something like that because it doesn't have the population base within a 15 minute area to really support every store, every industry that we would need. Again, you're going to the infrastructure problems. I'm like, do you like the idea of having everything within 15 minutes? Like if you could just walk everywhere to get anything that you need or ride your bike to go anywhere. You gotta go, gotta go to the grocery store, you can just walk there. You gotta wanna go to the library, you can walk there. It's a tricky answer for me. I like the idea of having local things close. I don't like the idea of somebody requiring local things to be local and close. So I like the old European city layout. I would never live in one, but I don't like the new version where they're trying to manufacture that because there's just too many elements that can't be planned for. The human element can't be designed for. I like the idea on paper. I'm willing to just see it a little, I guess a little bit more idealistically than you. <laughs> then I'm not gonna, whenever we have something in our relationship, like I'm the idea, it's like, hey, what about this? Do you like this idea? And then John will pull cold and like everything and point out all the flaws that could possibly happen, which is great in some cases, but other cases it's really frustrating. So even now, and I'm just trying to get him a simple answer. Do you like the idea on paper? He won't, he can't help himself from, from you know, poke little holes and everything. I think idealistically, I think it's great, but I think we, what we have come to the agreement is there is some flaws and we just, we don't see the likelihood of it being implemented here in the United States. No, it's not a feasible issue. And for the record, I don't relish being the popper of all your <laughs> dreams and ideas. <laughs> the number of inventions that my wife has come up with through the years that I've had to tell her were not feasible. <laughs> Inventions, or let's say I want to redecorate the house or redesign this. It's like, you know, because of this, you know, someone's got to reel me in, though. Someone's. <laughs> it's all right. I, I still love you. All right. Well, I think that about does it then for today. It does. If you'd like to contact us with any ideas or feedback, please send us an email to 15minuteexperts at gmail.com. You can find us on your local podcast server of choice. And please make sure to follow us. Absolutely. And leave us a review if you want. Those actually do help with the algorithm and push us out to more people. The more positive reviews and follows that we get. So we appreciate all of that. All right. Thank you so much for listening. And we'll uh, be back with you on Friday. Thank you. Thank you.